This episode of this podcast is making me thirsty is brought to you by Kruger Industrial Smoothing. Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty podcast dedicated to Seinfeld, the last great sitcom of our time. This is episode number 28. In this episode, we talked to Kevin Ryan. Kevin is a stand-up comic. You may have seen him on Access TV Live from Gotham, uh, touring the country as a stand-up comic. He's also the co-host of the very popular and very funny podcast, Are You Garbage? And of course, he's a Seinfeld fan. We uh, really enjoyed talking to Kevin about uh, his love of Seinfeld. We traded our uh, favorite episodes and favorite lines, talked some comedy with him. Uh, really had a lot of fun. So uh, thanks for tuning in. If you like what you're hearing, pass it on, please. And uh, check us out on Twitter at This Thirsty, at This Thirsty. We also have the YouTube channel now. And um, thanks again and enjoy. All right, welcome to uh, this podcast, Making Me Thirsty. Uh, today we have a special guest joining us, a stand-up comic. You probably saw him on Access TV Live from Gotham, touring the country. He was just in Royersford, Pennsylvania, and he's the co-host of the very popular and very funny podcast, Are You Garbage? And of course, he is a Seinfeld fan, and that's why we have him on, uh, Kevin Ryan. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. I appreciate yep. you uh, having me on. This is great. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching your podcast a lot. I mean, I just dove. I've been head on in this thing, just going to your back catalog because I just probably got on my radar maybe like three months ago or so, and I've just been watching every episode. And I've been noticing you're slipping. You slip Seinfeld references in like crazy. I do it too much. I think no, um, never too much. Never too. much. I know. I love it. Dude. It's just like it's it's one of those shows that I've I've actually just reached a critical point with it where like I was watching it too much to the point where I'm like, I, I have to step away because I just signed up for Hulu and it's on Hulu. So for like three months, I've just, I'm like, I think I've seen this episode four times in the past three months. I'm like, what am I doing? So I've had to, I've had to pull back a little bit because I don't want to ruin it completely for me. Right. Yeah. We, we, before we started having guests on our podcast, we went through every single episode and ranked them and, and did, did a whole thing. So we're, it's all fresh. What did number one, what did number one come at? Um, well, I would say, our average, so we were both different, but our, our number one is the phone message, actually. Um, the phone message, uh, tippy-toe, tippy-toe, lemon tree, when they're switching uh -huh. the, uh, the cassette tape. Of course, uh, of course, Red of Dot, course. Yeah, Red Dot was up there. Um, but uh, we can dive into that a lot. Um, I'm so this is, yeah, go, go ahead. You know, sorry, I, I feel like it's a, this is a key point. So, Kevin, you're 34, right? Yeah. So we, we always like to ask our guests, like, when did you get into Seinfeld, right? Like... <laughs> Well, no, go ahead. No, no, sorry, sorry. So, you, so I, I'm, I'm assuming it was syndication because you're you're a little younger than us. So we kind of started like, you know, 1990 pretty much when it started on Wednesday nights. And then obviously syndication, Channel 11, we're from New York. Like it just blew up and we got, we got so into it. So like what caught your eye right away? Was it like Jerry is a comic? You mean a comic or the actual huh. show? It's, I don't know. I, it was definitely, I got into it in syndication. I knew it. Uh, I was obviously younger, but it was all like, I remember I was even young. Uh, I guess what year did it end? I'm drawing. I don't know the 98. The year. 98. 98. Yeah. So I remember my dad being like, we got to watch. This is like a momentous, like we, you got to watch this. Right. Um, and he watched it a lot. 
And then it was definitely in syndication. I want to say high, junior high, high school probably when it was just all like, you know, at one point I felt like it was on every, like I was in outside of Philadelphia. So it was, I felt like it was every, like any, you could just put it on and it was on, you know, they were running it back to back a lot. I remember. And I just dove in and then it's like one of those things where it just picks up like your language, you know? So like me and my buddies like would talk and preference and then that would just want you to make it watch it even more. And then if you even saw the episode before, you're like, Oh, I want to watch this again because I know what's coming. I need, you know, little Easter eggs that you see that you didn't see before. So it became like a thing that we were just like obsessed with. I mean, that's, that's what happens with this show, man. You just start quoting. And that's, that's a good question. Cause when you, when you use, when you slip the references in on, on your podcast, are you garbage? Um, a lot of times, it, sometimes it goes over the guest's head. I, I think it, it, it always, it yeah, always it goes over the guest's guest head. head. I'm uh, not doing I, it for the guests. I'm doing it for full. I'm doing it for my co-host. Yeah, because he catches we do, it. Yes. We, and sometimes he doesn't even catch it. Right. We, yeah, you're right. I didn't know, yeah. It's fun. So, so when you're, you know, what other, um, I'm assuming, I mean, just know from, I watch a lot of comedy podcasts. If I know, you know, for instance, Joe List and Mark Norman are big Seinfeld fans. I mean, are you doing that constantly with, with other comics just, you know, outside of the podcast, just in the green room and stuff like that? Sure. Well, not, it's weird too, because like, so I'm, you know, there's even like you guys way younger than me and That's guys true. and girls way younger than me that aren't, they just missed it for whatever. They were like even young, even during syndication. So they're like, I don't, you know, they just don't really have a connection to it as much as, I do, or, you know, the old, like the lists and the Normans. And, um, but one of my favorite things to, that we do is, uh, do you know, uh, Sean Donnelly? Yes. I'm trying, we're, I'm trying to get him on here, man. I know I'll, I'll tell him, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him to do it. Uh, oh, awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll tell him, um, he, my, me and him, we, we go to Patty's, uh, a bar Patty's on second Ave and like 18th street or something. And we just, our favorite thing is just to drink and then just talk Seinfeld. It's just, we just, what's your favorite? I, I like pegging people down to their favorite line, you know? Um, so we're, yeah, I mean, that's, it's mainly, I just, we tell jokes and then just go talk Seinfeld most of them. That's, well, that's the ideal life for me. <laughs> man, you, you just, you just brought up 18 and second. I was a 1% owner of a bar on 14th and second, like 10 years ago. I don't, I don't know what, right by the K, right by the KFC on the corner there. Oh KFC. man, that KFC is scary. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what bar was it? It was called second nature. Oh, that's a pretty good name. Yeah. It, yeah. Pretty good name. Pretty bad business, but um, <laughs> nevertheless. So yeah. So I think you're right at that cost to your point like, i think 34 33 like that's kind of the last like seinfeld f fans as far as demo anyone younger yeah it goes over their head completely um were there any like you said your friends i guess it was high school and stuff right you were kind of growing up just getting into yeah. it like, were there any philly, like, did you grow up in the philly area yeah i'm from uh right outside the city so that's where and then i went to school in philly so it was like i was like my whole family's from philly i was a very Philly uh, centric, and then uh, moved up to New York about seven years ago. Yeah, listen, the uh, Irish Irish Catholic. I'm assuming, like, we love uh, we we love this Jewish guy from New York and Seinfeld. But um, <laughs> were there any episodes like do you, like what like really just caught your eye, like that you remember, like or yeah, we mentioned our favorite episode. What are your like top five? Do you have any off the top of your head? I mean, yeah, dude. I don't know, and this it's changed 
I mean, like I just, like I told you, I went through like a binge the past couple of months of just crushing it over to the point where my wife is like, what are you like again with this? Like, and she's German, she's European. She just moved here from Europe. So she doesn't understand. She's like, this isn't fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so not, I'm like, well, you don't understand. It's not, you know, um, it, 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 it breaks my heart that my wife doesn't like Seinfeld. Um, but I think the, one of the, I remember one of the first things that really resonated with me was, uh, and me being like, this is the funniest thing in the world was Bookman. Bookman and seems to be a favorite. Yeah. That I remember just being like that, that, you know, that, that monologue that he has in the apartment with, you know, you put a pair of shoes on when you come into the New York. I mean, I, I just said that like literally 48 hours ago, I said it to my co-host Foley when we were driving through, he drove past the library. Um, that I remember that like blew my mind comedically of like, that's flawless. Like that was the funniest guy to me at that time. I'm like, that's so funny that that was like, I still remember thinking that like, holy hell, this was great. PPs and wee wees. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Chinese brothers. It's, I mean, it's fantastic. It's, it's flawless. And then, uh, which I would, I would like to ask you two. Now this is, you know, we're yeah. just pulling out our swords here. Who do you think? This is another big thing that I argue with Don Leno. You should also talk to Andy Fiore as well. He's, well, uh, yep, he's another one. He's on my radar for sure. Me, him, and Don Lee just drink beers and just debate Seinfeld all the time. Um, who is your favorite one-off character? Non-recurring character, one-off character. So, what, so are you, you don't count Bookman Air because he was in the finale? I know, minus the finale because the finale kind of, you know, walked everybody, out, everybody yeah. through, yeah. I know mine. Uh, go, take it. My, mine, mine's, mine's Elaine's dad in, uh, in oh, Jack. Oh, I've never heard I, that one. That one. I think that's good. mine. I mean, the, that that whole, you know, well, tell them we're scared and we gotta leave. Like, <laughs> plenty of ice, like everything in that episode. Plenty of George ice. George and Terry at the yeah. best. Well, tell me I can't argue, <laughs> the I can't argue that one. That, yeah, that's, we've talked about a bunch. I mean, yeah. one-off is hard. It's very hard, but I think, like, um, and I, I don't favor the later episodes, but I loved, um, I love Jean-Paul. Um, oh, from, I just watched that the other day. Runner. Yeah. Great. So, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. And then, like, for me, like, Lippman, I know he's recurring, but he's, like, I think he's so underrated. Yeah, we love him. Um, Elaine's boss. Fantastic. Fantastic. So good. He's, like, sleeper fun. Like, he's, yeah. like... He doesn't get enough credit. I've never thought of that. He does not get enough credit for how funny he is. Yeah. yeah. Any, Klompus, any too, is one of my favorites. Like, he's been in a bunch, but he's a secondary. Klompus is one of my favorites. He's been Klompus. in a few, but uh, <sighs> secondary. Klompus is, is an all-timer for me. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I would go and I would, this was, you know, discussed over many a beers and many a yelling at each other, but the Moyle, the Moyle was yeah, the Moyle's really good, good, man. The Moyle's if you good. go back and watch, yes. like pound Dude. for pound, every line he says is a punchline. It's a kill. Like I could have been a butcher. Like all there. Like, He's no, like a just, machine gun. Yeah, he just yeah. It's just everything was funny, and it's like I don't think Bookman was up there, obviously, but that's a little too on the nose for me. Uh, I don't know. It's just a little too hack to pick Bookman, but Bookman's fantastic. Another one, I don't know if he was in more than one episode, but he's in one of my all-time, he's in my number one episode. I believe, Yeah, it's my, I ranked it number one from the alternate side is uh, Sid, the guy who parks the cars. 
Uh, Sid's up there for me. I don't know just what he. He's in a couple. He's He's in in a couple couple, because he goes. Why? What's he? It's the he's in the parking spot one because he goes to George. What is it with you and like you can't park your car? You know, it's always you jamming the street up. One offs are yeah, one offs are tough, but that's uh, that's a good one too. Um, Tone too from the stall we like too from uh, you know. uh, (sighs) Hey, Tone, Dan Cortez, Dan Cortez, yeah, he's a classic. That was yeah. That's also, I love that episode just because how George is portrayed, like the man, the storyline of the man crush on, when George turns his hat around, it's like the epitome of comedy. That's so, like, everything that he does is like, because you're just thinking this grown man is so desperate to, like, impress him. Oh, it's so funny. The, um... It's funny you said that about turning the hat around. We had um, we had Peter Melman on our last episode, last episode, a writer on the show. He wrote like oh, wow. twenty episodes. He wrote um, uh, Hamptons, you know. He wrote uh, he wrote yada yada. But um, I asked him about the, about that specifically, not that move, but a bunch of other things that George did, like puts his head in the oven when he finds out his parents are getting divorced. Um, Jerry drops his bottle when he finds out his parents are, are moving back to you know you're staying in New York, not going to Florida. All these reaction things. Like not knowing anything about writing television, I thought some of those had to be written in the script. And he's just like, no, that's all the actor, man. They just that's take the, it all their choices. Yeah, and that's just you know that's the, the you know how good those guys were. Um, what, what those reactions stuff just turns his head around. I'm down. Mark me down. Oh, so mark Kevin, me d- yeah. There's been a we've had a lot of debate. Listen, it's a great show, obviously, but eight you know nine seasons. We heavily favor seasons two through five yeah. and you haven't said it yet but, but I, I could feel it like you mentioned bookman you mentioned george flipping the hat it sounds like early years are where you lean but it, you tell me is there any you haven't mentioned your favorite episode yet i'd lo- we'd love to hear it does it- I, I don't know if you can pin I'm, I'm in a transitional phase at the moment i don't know I, i'm telling <laughs> Best you and worst this- though too we like to hear the worst too like it's got i love the worst like you know we love oh, the worst man I don't know if I even ever thought about it through the lens of the worst. I don't even think, oh, man, I don't. We'll, we'll, we'll give you our worst. How about that? Sure, 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 sure. The, the dealership. Dealership, when... the Susie, the Millennium, the Frogger, those are all down at the bottom of our list. To give you an oh, I, it's so funny because I think I just saw them at a different age. Like, I love S. Dude, I love the dealership. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> Tell us I, why. Like, is is it is it the George? Is it the Kramer? What is it? Because I like the Kramer in the dealership. I give Kramer the dealership. The, the dealerships with Putty selling the yeah. car, yes. the candy yes. lineup, yep. the, yes. the candy you know, lineup, the needles yep. broken off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I love Putty. I love Putty. Um, Putty do you guys Garrett. like Putty? I feel like you guys don't like Putty. I, I, Oh, oh my God! This one. O'Hara, this Pull the this plug. One. It's over. No. Plug. <laughs> it's a tough one for O'Hara, buddy. What else? Here, I, like go, I, know, I know what he's gonna say. I know what O'Hara's gonna say right now. I'll let him go. Go ahead. No, I like Putty. I like him as a character. I like him in like the the thing with David Spade afterwards. I, I love him, but a secondary character like him shouldn't carry the show. And, and listen, I'm just we're George at that. We nip George at that point was just yelling. I don't know. It just wasn't like funny to the core of the show that it used to be that so used that's, to be. that's the thing and that's show. what you were that's what you were asking with yeah. you know the seasons two through five and i never i never i never analyzed it 
in this, I, I never analyzed it in the sense of the arc of the whole show ever until this last real big dive because I was just jumping around and right. and I had heard Norman or I was talking to Norman or List about it and they that's when I was like oh shit you're right and then you see like there's a lot of the just you're like this what is that it's like very I do I do 100% understand that with the later episodes of course they aren't as tight they're in this weird we're, you know, they're in this like kind of cartoonish world at times or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which is so, not, that's the thing. It's whichever you prefer, right? So we, we prefer the other world better. You know, it's mm -hmm. just, it's almost like they made a shift. And really it's the characters that we talk about this a lot when we went, because we went through, you know, in chronological order and the shift mostly happens with Elaine and George. Jerry and Kramer stay true for the most part. It's Elaine and George who get, and part of Elaine getting different is Putty coming into the mix, her being all hot now, her leather jacket and her curly hair, and she's mm -hmm. this, you know, businesswoman. She's no more of a hire, like to say cutesy Elaine, you know, she doesn't just do her thing. And so that switch is is evident in those later seasons. George is yelling, oh, 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 and it's like, all right, we get it. But it's still, you know, it's, still <laughs> it's still Seinfeld. There's still golden, you know, nuggets in all of them, you know? Sure, sure. I did that just hit me because I, like I said, I never looked at it as a like the whole body. Uh, I would just watch episodes. And the way I used to just watch it up and you know uh, even still, I go, this is going to make me laugh, and I'll probably <laughs> see something that I've never seen or like you know just something that uh, I never picked up on or you know realized how funny it was at the time. So I just I like blindly just open like wide eyed like oh, this is great, I'm just going to laugh at parts, you know what I mean? But I totally see the, 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 you know, the, for lack of a better word, Bonko's version of... Uh, <laughs> that's actually oh, a great word. Like that's, uh, Regis. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Happy oh, that's, 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 I, yeah, I mean, Kramer's obviously great, but that's, I don't, Regis is the funniest man in the world, like, just as a <laughs> character, like, just as a person, like, this guy's Bonko's, like, that's how he, like, he was really just doing him on the show, which is great. That's good stuff. I wanted to ask about, you know, just to take a sidetrack from the sidefold, is your podcast, like, you know, like I said, I, I, I've been, I've been watching and listening to the podcast for a long time and, and, and you guys just kind of just exploded like in the last six months or so, I would say maybe. And um, the dynamic that you, you and, uh, and Hank have is incredible. And, and just like, you know, we had Al Dukes was our first guest. You probably don't know Al Dukes is maybe, but he's a WFAN sports radio uh, here in New York. Okay. He produces the show. Anyway, he uh, he came on our show because he was like, you know what? You guys have a niche. You know, you're you're sticking to one thing. You're just focusing on Seinfeld and that's your podcast. And, you know, you guys did that. You, here's our niche. We're, this is it. Are you garbage? Every episode, you know what you're getting. You're getting mm -hmm. your questions and you're you guys are diving deep and you're just staying in your lane. And it's so freaking good. And I'm just curious, when did it start? How did it start? Like, were you guys bouncing this idea around, like, of talking, like, on the side about Are You Garbage? And you said, this should be a show. Is this the show? Kind of like Jerry and George. Like, <laughs> this is start? the show. I just watched that one, too. <laughs> um, uh, it was, we used to play it, uh, not, like, as a game, but we would talk about, we would ask each other, like, the first time we were, the first time it really ever happened was we were driving home from a horrible road gig in Altoona, Pennsylvania, back to New York. I was like a, you know, four or five hour drive or whatever. And Foley, Foley was talking about how much he loved drinking milk with dinner. 
And I was just like, dude, that is the trashiest thing in the world. Like, and that was the, like, I would, I was just crushing. I remember him dying laughing. I was just crushing him. And then, so like, he would ask me about something and then like, I would give him an answer. And like, so it was never like a game, but we always, you know, used to uh, make fun of each other for how they grew up, you know, how each one of us grew up. Right. And then he came up with a game. We used to have another podcast when we first moved to New York. Um, and on that podcast, we played it because we were all going home for Christmas or Thanksgiving. And he was like, find out what kind of soap you have, just like what, you know, this, that, like all the little things. And then, um, so that was probably like five years ago. And then we always just kept it and played it and whatever, you know, just was always on the back burner. And then we were looking for a new project to, you know, kind of dive into. And we both thought of it. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that could be a podcast or like a video element. And he was like, I, and then out of no, it was like, like out of a bad, uh, poorly written movie. Like I was thinking about that all week in my head, just like, it could be something, I don't know what it's going to be, but it could be video element or something. And cause I started messing around with YouTube trying to like, you know, gain subscribers and stuff there. And he was like, I've been thinking a lot about, are you garbage? I was like, Oh, so have I, you know? And then we were kind of like, let's just do it. And then the pandemic hit after we dropped our third episode. So that kind of, <laughs> threw a wrench in the mix and we went to zoom and we were lucky enough to lean on our more famous friends to have them come on and do our podcast. So it worked out for the better. Yeah. I mean, you've had some incredible guests and it's, it's a really, it's a really, really good show, man. I'm telling you, you guys hit on something. It's, it's, it's so good. I got to say, thank it's you. Just, it's just really good. And but it's all, that, it's, oh, I'm sorry. It's no, all, go ahead. we, we, we focus on the, the rhythm. It's all, you know, it's very, uh organic yeah but it's that it's, it's like the seinfeld rhythm you know what i mean it's oh, not the yeah, same but it's like sure. we were so hyper aware of rhythm due to that due to being huge fans of that show you know what i mean so it's like yeah, we have our own together, but it's like you guys have a really you. good dynamic man i'm telling you I, thank you very God, much it's, it's so evident that you've spent a lot of time together <laughs> too much <laughs> way like, too much you know you could tell um you know, with that as a lead, and here you go, man. I, I put down some questions uh, from Seinfeld references to ask, to see, you know, are you garbage type questions that came out of Seinfeld episodes. Because George is pretty garbage if you dive into some of these episodes. Sure, sure, <laughs> so, sure. Such as, you know, obviously the, the top one off the top of the thing is, have you, have you ever eaten anything out of the garbage or adjacent to refuse? <laughs> adjacent to refuse yeah. is refuse. <laughs> I have not. I, right. I'm a I'm a germ guy, so that would you know. I'm more I'm more uh, Jerry. Foley oh, you're more Jerry. Jerry. Okay. So yeah, have you yeah, ever? Yeah, yeah. Here's another good one from uh, George. Thing. Have you ever worn uh, a stained shirt under a sweater? When you wear the Costco um, stained shirt, the college. I for sure <laughs> have done that. I, love I that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a good one. Yeah, have you ever? Great. Have you ever caught at a red light picking your nose? Yes. Not too long ago. Like not too long ago, really. And like, I was so embarrassed. It was like, I, yeah, it was bad for sure. And I thought of that same thing. Ever, uh, ever brought Pepsi and ring dings to a dinner party? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, you put Pepsi and ring dings on the table. You really got something here. I love that one. That's the puffy coat, right? Yeah. The dinner the, party. The That's jacket. one of my favorites yeah. of all time. That, that ranked in our, uh, Where'd that rank for us? That's a good, cause that's also the vodka. That's, yeah. 
That's the double park. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Actually, you, top 20. You, mentioned, you mentioned a character, uh, a one-off, the guy who stomps on Elaine's foot. Sorry. Um, what? But that choice, that is so, that guy is so weird to me. So he weird. haunts my dreams. I don't like, I think about that guy <laughs> too much. <laughs> it may, t- talk about not fitting. Like, that's just like, I mean, it was funny. It's just so weird. Like, he's this like, cartoon like he was like a comic book character sorry yeah that guy's sorry he had like an eye patch too right i feel like he should have an eye patch but i don't think he does it's one of those if not he's doing something like this yeah he's like he's like really heavy on his one eye for there's something up with his eyes i'm I'm going on the record yeah i I just thought of another one off actually the sniffing accountant the guy that plays the accountant i don't know it's he doesn't he plays off a kramer really well he plays off a kramer there yeah yeah, yeah. oh speaking of that here's another thing i wanted to ask you man so um the 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 beer reviews you used to do um, yeah that was some good stuff man i the way i just you just it's it's such a great idea how it's just everyone's like one minute and it's just that's it and you throw in the jokes and it's just it was really well done and reminded me of the Kramer chugging the beer with the cigarette. You just, I don't know if you, you've seen a couple of them. He just, he just chugs, he does a beer review, but he just chugs the beer and then just slams it down. <laughs> it started off, I thought the idea would be funny for, I don't know anything about beer. I like, yeah, yeah. I like a nice IPA. I don't really know much about them, whatever. I like anything you kind of give me. And uh, I thought it would be, I wanted to do a six pack at first. Like, I just thought it would be funny if some guy chugs a bunch of beer and then goes, yeah, it's all right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not bad. Like that was the original joke. But then I'm like, I can't chug a six pack. Like I'll be, you know, <laughs> I'll be dead in 20 minutes. So uh, I would just chug it and then go, not bad. But then you can only call, you know, I don't know. You can only shit on the beer so much like it can be like well this one you know you kind of run out of jo- it's the same joke a lot over and over a little bit so it's tough right yeah i just watched the one where you reference the nine percent like that's the cutoff so I, now I'm, I'm like looking at this beer I'm like what percent is it so yeah that's, <laughs> is that the that's mad elf because i had one of those those things are, the, those are those are vicious dude yeah those things will ruin thanksgiving for <laughs> sure dude those things are bad so kevin you you grew up in Philadelphia, home of some legends, um, Kevin Hart, Cosby, and, and Richard Gere. Um, mm-hmm. It's a weird <laughs> cross-section you pulled, but I'm with is, it. Is, is that a weird like, So you came to New York, like, obviously Seinfeld is, like, historically built around New York, and, like, mm-hmm. now that you're living there, do you see any of the – I know it's the 90s, and, like, we pick up on a lot of things that, like, are not New York City anymore, but, like – do you see some of the intricacies um, of New York City now that you're living there? Like, do you pick up on them more watching the show so closely? Of course, man. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm living, or I would like to bl- believe I'm living this version of his, you know, this thing that I've watched so many times of like, even when like, especially the comedy centric stuff, you know, like when he's in the, he's in the club and Banya's going up before him or after and he, he, I, he, Benny keeps going up after him. He's like, he's riding my wave. And then he's like, I'm tanking. It's just like all that stuff. Or when he's, um, oh, wow. I just had another one-off character thought. The guy, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he's the guy who splits the, ca- it's the Rochelle Rochelle episode, the other comedian. He's like the big headed guy. And he's Dom like, uh, no, it's not Dom. Dom's the, plays the prop, prop comic. Yeah. Yes. Um, this guy was I just look? I just Google him like a couple. Yeah, he, he goes. Let me put my. We're J- 
Jerry, we're riffing. Yeah. He's like, let me put my trench coat in your closet just for a few months. That guy. Oh, that <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He plays an annoying guy so well. Uh, dude. dude, on the nose. Yes. It's great. Yes. Shula hates that episode. He I, hate, I don't like that episode. And he because of that guy. Of, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he reminds me of Joel from like season one or two. Like, you know, the other. Mel and Bonnie. Yeah. Similar. Who's Joel? I'm sorry. Who's Joel? Joel's in the male unbonding episode in um, in season one, um, where Jerry's trying to break up with him. He's he got a list. I can't put the hook with Kramer at the at the end of the episode. What's at the end of the episode? He, he gets hookers with Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. not seeing this episode. I'm like, no, right away when he gets the hookers at the end, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh no no no, no 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 no! Oh no, yeah. he comes. That, he comes back from the from the, the, from the um the uh, when they get left in Long Island. I'm thinking of that guy. That's yeah. the guy. Who no, Joel Mail and Bonding. He, he's right. been like a serious actor ever since. I'm drawing a blank on his name too. But uh, he gets Nick's tickets, and Jerry takes him instead. He was supposed to take George, and George is so disappointed. Not a great episode by any Not way, a good episode. He cries, and Jerry gets all. He, he's crying. He's a guy. He's crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just looked him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I see how you thought it was the guy who we got hookers with. Right, it's a similar, similar yeah, guy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I always get those two sure. switched in my head from The uh, the Strand in Long Island, which, again, not one of my favorite episodes either. Yeah, um, yeah. It's so funny. You guys have me now looking at it through a negative lens. You might have ruined <laughs> Seinfeld hey, for me. Hey, we pick it apart. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. Like, yeah, we, talked to, we, we talked to Peter Melman, right? He was, like, there from the beginning. And he agrees. He's like, season seven through nine just got away from what the core of the show was. We still love it. There's still great episodes, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, To your point, like, when you're flipping around, you're not going to turn it off. Um, but when you sit here and analyze 168 shows, you're like, sure. you have to, you know, you got to. Of course. Gotta, no, I totally get it. I mean, the rise from season seven, and we had this, you know, Howard had this out. We had it out when we reviewed that season, you know. I, well, we ranked every episode. He refused to put a season seven in the top 100. And uh, oh I was like, God. the ride's got to be there. I landed He's got it out for season seven. Yeah, he just wouldn't do it. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, guys. I, I got problems, but, yeah. <laughs> but I got to stick to my guns. You know what I mean? Like, it's. You were. He was that way the whole way through. He, that's it. He stuck your I'm, I'm looking it. at who's directing the episode, the whole thing. Yeah, we're big Tom Sharoni's guys. He, you know, he directed pretty much everything up until what, season five, right? And then, uh, so Larry David was still there in six and seven, but it was Ackerman was directing at that point. And you, that's when you really kind of see the first. You switch. see it, yeah. So Kevin, did you ever like just, like, have you ever like met Jerry or connected from anyone from the show? I'm just curious. I don't know, I haven't. Um, you know, Seinfeld over the past two or three years or so pops, he'll pop into Gotham comedy club that's like you know he's got a really good relationship with the owners there so like he'll say like hey i'm coming through and then they kind of change everything i've never seen him i don't uh he keeps a obviously i mean you know he keeps a very tight circle and like he's all business you from what you hear you know like i talked to norman about it he's in and out and uh, he like doesn't because like norman opens up for him and stuff like right. that so he's like real he doesn't you know he's not hanging around you know what i mean like some guys will, like some of the bigger guys will come and like you know have a beer at the bar or whatever but like he's just in another stratosphere you know what i mean so uh well, i've serious. never seen him 
Speaking of that beer reference, like, it's funny about the show. Like, they never go out and have a beer, you know? It's always, like, grabbing a cup of coffee, you know? Uh-huh. So maybe that's there's something to that, that maybe he's not hanging out after. I don't know, because that was weaved throughout the show that they never did that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's a big drinker. I did hear one story um, when he yelled at uh, Louie. Did you ever hear that story? Barry yeah. Katz tells it. Barry Katz is this, like, yeah. Some say infamous uh, comedy manager, manager and yeah. I I think so Barry Katz was booking shows in in uh, like outside Boston like in New England area and he booked Jerry for a run of like five shows or something like to come up five nights do these five shows and um, he it was eight o'clock and people were still you know funneling in and Louie was opening up for him and he was like he went up to Barry. He said, Barry, we got to start the show. He goes, yeah, we will in a couple of minutes. People are still coming in. And he, he, he pointed to his, his watch. He said, the show time is eight o'clock. Start the show. And he goes, we, well, we're going to put, people are still sitting down. Once they get to sit down, he goes, that's what the effing opener is for. Meaning like, right. Have them be seated while he's on. Like I run it, like I'm going on stage at eight twenty or whatever. Like he was very, and then Barry was like, I'm devastated. I just, you know, I, I, this was my big shot to impress Jerry Seinfeld. And, you know, he's yelled at me in the first 10 minutes or whatever. So he goes and sits. Uh, and then afterwards, like Louie and him are having a beer at the, Louie and uh, Jerry are having a beer at like some table after the place they emptied out. And he was like, Barry, come over, you know, like have a beer with us. And that's the only time I ever heard of him having a beer, you know, it was like, ever you know and like you don't like especially i don't know if you've ever watched comedian the yes. documentary yeah, yeah, comedian yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't you don't you never see him drinking in there like no. he's like so it's like that's what stuck in my head it was that he was having a beer after a show i'm like that's crazy because you never see that or hear that you know right well he invited him over after too which is a good sign that's right? what barry yeah. said barry goes he's just a consummate professional like, right eight o'clock he, hey. he goes the contracts at eight o'clock you right. started it i don't care if the guy in front of me has to die. I'm like, this is what the rules were playing by. And that's Barry Katz took that as like a lesson of, Oh, like there's, it's not just all pleasure. It's business. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. Right, right, right. Time is what it's indicating there from the uh, yeah. letters. <laughs> yeah. 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 He uh, also, another great Louis story is Louis brought up. I'm like just telling other comedian stories yeah, about Seinfeld yeah. at this point. Um, Louis brought him up as the greatest comedian ever. I've heard that guy, one. I think he might tell that on that round table they did on HBO like years I ago. It might be that. And he pulls him aside. He goes, don't you ever yeah. say that. He goes, you're setting me up that. for failure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. Yeah, no, I think like the thing with you, I'm, I'm just curious, like in the comedic scene, like is he, I'm just trying to compare it to like sports, right? Like no one criticizes Michael Jordan anymore. Like God forbid, right? I can't, I, I I think LeBron's better at this point, but whatever. But, uh, like, does that, like, is Jerry just, like, untouchable, like, because of what he's done, because of the show? Like, he is with a certain cut of comedians, right? With me and my friend, like, you know, the, the people would label it more mainstream comedians, you know, like, yeah. um, that are in the clubs and stuff like that. There's, all this, there's also then this whole other, they call it, like, the alternative or, like, the Brooklyn scene, which they think he's just, like, trash always been like what's the deal like he's like you know <laughs> yeah. oh what are you like we're not talking about airplane peanuts over here like and i 
I obviously I'm biased. The show is fantastic. His stand up at a time was fantastic too. Like he was the epitome yeah, of sure. a stand up comedian. Um, I think it's just it in my eye. If he ever hears this, I'll fucking jump off the GWB. <laughs> but he it doesn't age well, right? Like the art form as it's whole, like, you know, even take like, yeah, but his new stuff is good though. I, I saw him in Scranton, like uh, maybe three or four years ago. And my belly was hurting. I, I would laugh. It, I, I would, I would also argue that you're, you're biased as well. True, right? Sure. Sure. So. And the crowd, I was the youngest person in the crowd and I'm, you know, I was, the guy, old, so. I think he's lost a little off the fastball. I'm I mean, like, the new Netflix, was yeah. all, it wasn't great. I agree. But when I saw him at that show, I mean, you're right though. I did have a bias. Going in, I think it's just like, it's tough. You see these comedians go up and like talk about these deep or these, you know, personal things or, you know, just anything, right? Like take like Louie who, or, you know, I don't know, or whoever, you know, take Chappelle or the, you know, Bill Burr, who's like, tackling like some sort of race thing that something you know and then he's like you get on the train you take an uber (laughs) you're like what like what are we talking this is a tweet at this point did you you see him did you happen to hear jerry on mark maron though because Maron brought a lot of the stuff up and jerry's like the first number one rule is to be funny man i don't care about all that other stuff just be funny i agree with jerry on that one like all these comedians it's very hard to do both so just be funny first I completely agree. And I, yeah, but he just he just lost, like you said, you he lost a little speed off the fastball. I mean, yeah, and it's, it's I wouldn't want to follow him, you know. <laughs> no, but it's easy to say that when you got you know five hundred million in the bank on uh, syndication, you, you know. Right, he doesn't have to go out there at all, right? I mean, uh, at least the fact that he know, is. I mean, yeah. he's a pure comedian. He's a pure, he's exactly. a pure nuts and bolts. Yeah. Get me in there, give me the wrench, and let me figure it out. I mean, watch him in comedian. That's like my vibe. I've I watch it like four times a year just to like recharge me of like man i love what i'm doing because i'm doing that but like running around to sets and you're hopping in a cab you're trying to you know get on a subway to make your spot it's like well, that's what i'm doing so like i watch that to charge me up and the fact that he's still doing it it's like it's unheard of but at the end of the day kevin like the show like mm-hmm. forget about him as queen the show like it seems to just inspire you as a kid like and draw it up that like comedic thought process etc right with your friends and then obviously you like this is what you're doing for a living right mm-hmm. because of the show do you get, do you get largely show? yeah it's like i mean that gave me especially like my formative like high school years or whatever you know i forget when i really really sunk my teeth into it it was like high school and college like i've just in my head it's been on i've been watching it forever you know what i mean like i don't know what it's i've just been constantly watching Seinfeld whenever it's on, you know, it's like, um, so I think, uh, it's definitely ever, I look through the Seinfeld lens, you know what I mean? Like even just like the, the question of like, that's weird. Why are you doing it that way? Like, you know, and then it's just like one of the funniest things to my, I just took a picture on my, or a video on my phone the other day and sent it to my buddy, it's the dog that coughs the, with Kramer. Yeah. The dog cough to me and my buddy is so funny. And like, and it like, but the, the, I, I don't even know when that started. I remember being like a kid and like me and him thinking that's funny. And we still do like 20 years later or whatever. So it's like, it's just, I'm just living in the world at this point, all through the lens of the show, I think, you know. 
course, I use that line all the time. You can't see a, a dog, a, fit, a pig. I did it all one day. I go to a vet all the time. Like that's a great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great that's also line. the same the same cadence and rhythm of I don't see, I don't memorize lines. I memorize colors: red, blue, green. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> out in LA. That's a good pull right there. That was a good point. You just had. That was a good line. That's not a. I have, all right, well, I have one question for you guys. Yeah. What is your favorite line? It doesn't have to be the funniest or whatever. Just like what, like what do you think? Is just like a super funny where you're like, it's, you know, if you had to, it's a tough one. This is what we always get drunk and debate. Three, three just pop in my head right away. I Mm -hmm. don't want to give any order, but um, from the Hamptons, Kramer, after he tells he saw uh, Jane Topless, he just walks away and says, she's got a great body, buddy. Buddy, buddy. Always love that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little cliche, but get a good look. And then Costanza. Obviously. Sure, sure, sure. And then um, just anything around Penske material, right? You are aware. And then just leave it at that. So those are like three that just pop right away. Sure. We're going to, we're actually going to set up a, a best lines bracket. Uh, oh, great. So, yeah, Fantastic we'll, uh, idea. <laughs> for people to vote. But those are my like first three that came to mind. I got some odd ones. I mean, uh, this is a weird one from the Pez dispenser, the guy from the uh, from the Polar Air Club. Intervention. Who's intervening? I don't know why I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy's awesome. Uh, um, uh, I, I always liked um, – and this is an odd one, too, from the statue in season two that uh, – that, uh, there's no big coincidence and small coincidence, only coincidences, the lady's telling her on – telling Elaine on the thing in, sure, in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dress based on mood, George said, in, uh, when they're in California, I love. I need George. I mean, uh, the, the, my all-time favorite, now I'm just popping as I'm talking, my all-time favorite is probably George to Lipman uh, when he gets caught having sex with a cleaning woman. And he just says, was that wrong? <laughs> Should I not have wrong? done that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that always gets me. Whenever, whenever, we always talk about Whenever George is behind the desk, in any type of situation, whether it's, you know, uh, with the lady from, uh, you know, unemployment or Mr. Lippman or the bra salesman or whenever he's behind a desk, it's just, it's classic, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my go-tos is, uh, it was a sleeper, I guess. I just picked it up again in the last thing. And I think it's, it's so funny. It's when, uh, Morty and Klomp, uh, I forget what episode it is, why they're down in Florida, but he's cutting them the check for the 1965. The pen, yeah, the pen. The pen, it is the pen, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's cutting them the check for the 1965, I think in 1965, it's something along that line. And uh, he goes, so like Morty leaves, and or every, the Clompus leaves, and the pen thing, and George, or uh, Morty's talking about, he's still caught on the fact of the check, yes. and he goes, he goes, he didn't have a Coke. <laughs> it's like the fun, like he still can't get over the fact that Compass is lying about having a Coke. And he didn't have a Coke. Very good. That's a great one. I mean, this, uh, the alternate side, I love when the, when the guy has the stroke and they're trying to revive the him. Who put cookies in his mouth? Yes. I was like a teenager. Who put cookies in his mouth? I remember me and uh, that was like the epitome of fun. No, you what's an you raise the feet to get the extremities. What's an extremity? Yes. Who put cookies? That's like the greatest. Like who's like you know uh, combination of one line. Jerry's Jerry's least favorite episode, by the way. Yeah, Jerry's least episode. favorite and my favorite. Why? I, I know that, but why? I've heard that. 
he thought it was kind of out of line. That yeah, having were, the guy right? get a stroke was out of line. But Make every, fun yeah, of I've Killing Susan, <laughs> that's all. That's cool. We're good with that, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. This has been I great, did, man. Heard this that, has yeah. been great. We, yeah, uh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate we really, it. We really appreciate your time, dude. This is, you know, we could talk Seinfeld for, you know, all night long, but. Uh, thanks great for having time. me. And listen, just, I think your number one job is to get your wife to enjoy the show. That's it. I try, I tr- well, like, it's also, I've, Obviously, it's in my vernacular. It's in my, you know, vocab. I like just all the things and the rhythm of things that I say, and she'll laugh at it. I go, "That's that's Seinfeld. You're laughing at Seinfeld." You know. What I mean? Well, you <laughs> said she maybe she's offended by the. Uh, wasn't there a German tourist episode? Um, yeah, Kramer, Kramer uh, Rob, Kramer George. Rob and George. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could be. I don't know if she saw it. Maybe <laughs> she watched it on her own, and that's you know the the thorn in her side. Well, Kevin, it's great. Uh, it's great talking with the true Seinfeld man. This was this was awesome. Oh, I appreciate it. I was nervous coming into this. I thought I was going to get you know. I was going to get you. You were nervous, man. I was nervous because <laughs> I felt like I was tw- messaging you too much. I'm like, he's not going to come. No, out. no, no. It was perfect. It was. It was. It was. Pr- I'm sorry. I appreciate you uh, making it work with my schedule. Uh, yeah, of course, man. This is. Uh, we could talk Seinfeld. All, I mean, we could talk Seinfeld all day. But seriously, everyone, check out Are You Garbage? It's amazing. It's really good, dude. I, I love what you guys are doing. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, there's so many podcasts out there and, and to find one that's just like original, that's just like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to stick to this. It's original. There's, I just, I don't know, man, you guys really work well together. The way you play off each other, it's it's really good. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right, man. Well, thank you again. We'll let you go. Um, And uh, you know, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. (laughs) <laughs> all right guys take it easy have a good night <laughs> thanks Kevin. see you buddy let me know when this comes out all right oh yeah definitely i'll, I'll retweet it and post it whatever thing awesome whatever you really need appreciate all right that. see you guys thank you